Welcome to a freezing London. It's a blue sky, but it's quite chilly out there. Dan Wittmann is here together with Varun Mathur. Hey, Dan. With the expert eye on continental football, Serie A especially. And Dominic Points. Hi, Dan. Our English guru. Thank Looking you. for the best bets this weekend. We have a start of February now. The January transfer window has passed. And we didn't see that much of big action this time, did we, guys? We have some key signings, though, in some clubs. And also, below Premier League, some things have happened. And Dominic Points will address that a bit later. Interesting to see QPR signing Cisse. He scored directly away at Villa. Plus Bobby Samora, of course. So some teams will for sure be stronger after this uh, transfer window. Now we're looking at the weekend and it's a great weekend coming up. Roma Inter in Italy Saturday evening, Chelsea Man United on Sunday, followed by Milan Napoli, but probably that match will be postponed, so I'll take that away maybe. And then Monday, great match at Anfield, Liverpool facing Tottenham. Chelsea Man United firstly, Dominic, uh, key match for Chelsea again. They didn't win at Swansea this week before this match. Under pressure, United are a slight, not slight favorite. I think the odds are quite equal here for both teams. Two sixty around two sixty. Yeah, uh, we have uh, Chelsea at two sixty, Man United at two sixty five, and the mm. draw at three twenty. Yeah. Now, when I look at this game, I think it's been quite a good week for Chelsea. Swansea. I mean, uh, the only team to win there this season is Manchester United. Um, I don't think there's any disgrace in Chelsea mm. with 10 men getting a draw there. I think they actually dug in quite well. I mean, mm. it was a deflector goal, but it was actually a good result in the end, mm. especially given that uh, Arsenal perhaps more unexpectedly dropped points last night at Bolton. So I think it's been a good week for Chelsea. They've, they've kind of, uh, I know Newcastle and Liverpool won, so the, the gap kind of with, with the Champions League places, which is what Chelsea are looking at now, mm. has closed a bit. But I, I see Arsenal as their main rivals for that still. And yeah. I think if the, if the status quo is maintained as it has this week, then it's got to be a good thing for them. Going into this game, I think Chelsea would be happy with the draw. I mean, mm. Torres clearly isn't fitting the team. I mean, mm. whether at the end of the season he tries to revamp the team and he gets rid of a few of the older players and changes the style, whether it suits Torres or whether he gets Torres out and he, mm. he builds builds again with a new striker we'll have to see mm. but at the moment I think Chelsea would be happy with a point from this game Manchester United they're, they're back joint top of the, the Premier League they'll definitely see this as a weakened Chelsea side it's, it's showing in the odds I mean normally you'd expect Chelsea to be 2.1 2.2 for this game yeah. for the last couple of years Chelsea are 2.6 but I think Man United should have enough to win this um, I think uh, Perhaps their central midfield still weak. He didn't address that in the in the in the transfer window. Although to get players in at that level, especially when Man United aren't in the Champions League, was always going to be difficult. So so they'll wait to do their business and some. But I think I think Man United will have enough, and I I like them at two point six five. I think it will be a high scoring game. Yeah. I think. Both teams don't have the defences that they used to, mm. um, particularly Man United with players missing. And and obviously you've got the John Terry Rio Ferdinand issue there, which might yeah. be quite interesting beforehand. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think Man United should do well in that game. No. So value there at 260. 265, 265 I yeah, think, yes. On United. Kick-off at 5pm CET at Stamford Bridge there. Uh, later uh, in the evening on Saturday, we are looking at a really big game in Italy, Varun. <laughs> Ice Roma against Inter. Uh, yes, we are. And here we can see a lot of tensions and 
rivalry. This is two giant clubs in Italian football. Yeah, indeed. I mean, uh, this is going to be a big game for both sides. They haven't had the best of results over the last week. We had midweek games in Italy as well. Yeah. And whereas with Inter, it was a loss on the weekend and a draw in midweek. With Roma, it was exactly the opposite. A draw at the weekend and loss in midweek. Both teams are losing ground when it comes to that crucial third-placed finish to yeah. qualify for the Champions League. Inter are about five points away and Roma another couple of points behind. So it's a big game. The pressure will be on both managers. Mm. And uh, looking at the teams and looking at uh, the conditions which both teams coming into this game, you can expect a slightly open game. Roma and Inter, they've had a storied rivalry over the past few years. You know, they've been fighting for the Scudetto, the Italian Cup, so mm. it's going to be a very intense game and most importantly we'll see the return of Claudio Ranieri, the new Inter yeah. coach, uh, as he returns to the Olimpico where he was with Roma for two seasons for the first time mm. since he got fired last year. Mm. So it's going to be a big game in terms of emotions, it's going to be a big game in terms of what's at stake for all the teams. But you have to feel like if you look at Roma's results over the past in this season especially against the big teams they haven't really won against any of them the mm. best they could manage was a draw against Inter in the second week as well as a draw against Juventus mm. so you have to given that uh, you have to fancy Inter's chances going into this game mm -hmm. they are on the wayside till last week they were doing very well the defence was doing well yeah. then midweek you had an absolute crazy game Pata <laughs> Inter as they're called a four-all draw against Palermo in yeah. a freezing conditions <laughs> but more importantly for them Diego Milito is proving again that he's back to his best four goals mm. in the Palermo game and he's the kind of player when he starts to score he, he scores no yeah end, you know? he's, I mean with him it's, <laughs> he, he either scores or he won't score exactly. and when he scores he just scores every single yeah. game one yeah. after the other so he's got about 10 goals in the last seven games for yeah. Inter and so you can see him Melito to score could be a good bet yeah, yeah Melito to score is also a very good bet uh, mm. I'm afraid I don't have the odds on that no. right now but that Check should be on. about 3.5 or so and Inter to win, in a way, win for Inter is at 2.9, which is great value. Mm. So, yeah, that's my pick for the Roma and Inter game, mm. at least. Interesting. Then we move on to the English weekend here, Dominic. And you have taken a big look also outside the Premier League here, because you are following all the leagues with huge interest and, and knowledge here. So tell us about your picks this weekend, Dominic. Um, I think there's some really interesting uh, fixtures uh, down the lower leagues in England. Um, my my five-star bet, though, uh, that I, I really, really like this week is Chesterfield. They were away at Carlisle. Mm -hmm. Carlisle last week lost 4-0 and had their best striker, Lee Miller, sent off. He uh, did try and appeal the sending off. He lost that, so he's definitely out for this game. Chesterfield have won their last four. This week they... Uh, one away at Oldham which is no no easy feat and that secured their passage to Wembley so all their players will be on a high mm. I mean they were looking dead and buried a couple of a couple of as shortly as a month ago I really thought they were going to go down they've used a transfer window wisely got a few players in they've won their last four games and they're 3.9 to win away I think that's a great price mm. um, now a couple of other teams I like that uh, 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 perhaps actually I'll lump these two teams together as well that I quite like because of change of managers mm -hmm. for different reasons. Brentford, firstly, away at Preston. Now, 
in this case, it's Preston who've had a change of manager. Mm. They've got Graham Wesley in from uh, Stevenage, who did unbelievable things. He's taken Stevenage from the conference. In two years, he's got them in League One, mm. and they're in the playoffs. And mm. unbelievable, un- unbelievable achievement. You can see why he was so in demand and why Preston have gone for him. Mm. But supposedly, he's upset the players there. He's kind of Wesley. He's got this uh, reputation for being a hard taskmaster. D- Master doing uh, treble sessions of training a day, you know, really getting them, getting the players super, super fit. He's gone into Preston, he dropped a few players by text message. That's how he got leaked to the papers. So the players, obviously, they're, they're players there, he wants to ship out. He's already yeah. got rid of Clark Carlisle. Um, he's going to he's gonna ship out a few more players, I'm sure. Some of the players aren't happy. I, I can see until he actually gets the summer, a, a full transfer window to, to shape the squad, he's going to struggle there, really. And I think Brentford, who've got a good away record, mm-hmm. um, it's their home form that's keeping them out of the playoffs, really. They're 2.65. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another managerial change but this is slightly different Bristol Rovers they were one of the favourites uh, going into the season to win League 2 I mm. actually backed them more for me <laughs> but um, they were away at Aldershot who uh, and uh, Aldershot have been poor like they hadn't scored for six games until last weekend when they visited my team AFC Wimbledon promptly scored two and one but mm. uh, <laughs> um, Bristol Rovers they changed their manager got rid of Paul Buckle they got in uh, Mark McGee and they've had a couple of notable successes recently beating Cheltenham who are good on Mark McGee he's there now yeah, yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. so I mean he's been around a few clubs now so as well. yeah exactly so he's got a lot of experience he's gone in there Bristol Rovers is a big club for that level but he's the first man to take it on mm-hmm. and they've got some good results since he's gone in so I, I think they're good at 2.8 and then finally I'd just like to bring one championship game and so we've covered all the divisions I think one of my managers of the, managers of the season um, is Chris Hewton what he's done at Birmingham he was so so unlucky not to get them to qualify through the group stage of of uh, the Europa League he got some great results yeah, yeah. given the way he came into that club they lost a lot of players they lost uh, their, their two centre backs mm. um, he's had his manager chair. moving across town to exactly yeah. <laughs> his, his chairman's in jail I think in yeah. Hong Kong um, <laughs> so he's working with his hands tied and he's just got them playing brilliantly at the moment they're scoring lots of goals I mean I'm even Zigic Zigic got four the other night uh, which prompted the demise of uh, Simon Grayson at Leeds and that they're hosting Saints and Southampton they're right up there on their home form they're not so great away and I think mm. Birmingham at 2.1 that mm. they could be worth a bet there so could Birmingham go all the way and I, I think they could I think, top, top I, think I mean uh, our technician here, Stuart, he's a West Ham fan, and West Ham are <laughs> top of the league, and, and they they lost five one to Ipswich, Ipswich who, who've been on a shocking run of late, right down the bottom. I mean, it's a league where anyone can be anyone, and Birmingham are the form team at the moment. Birmingham and Reading are the teams coming up on the rails, mm. and I could definitely see one of those nicking one of the automatic slots. Mm. Yeah. So um, I think with Birmingham, especially with the Europa League commitments in the first part of the season, yeah, they've they got have so that. many games to catch up, yeah. as well as the fatigue yeah. factor. And now yeah. that that's out, you can and they can also spin on that because they probably learn a lot you know pace yeah. and everything so and now they have that uh, match schedule away and I think they yeah it's solid it's 210 yeah 210 and, and obviously Chris Hewton he's done it before with Newcastle taking a team I remember I went to a game when Newcastle first got relegated from the Premier League I went to a pre-season friendly with a Geordie mate of mine and <laughs> it was late in Orient uh, so it wasn't too far for me to travel and it was one all at half time and it wasn't the best football so me and my friend said look if we can't get a beer at half time 
we'll go down the pub. So, so we couldn't get a beer at half time, so we left and went to play pool in the pub, had a few beers. Turns out Orient won that day 6-1. Wow. Uh, so we would go, I was gutted that I missed that. I think my mate was quite relieved that he missed it. But um, So we missed that. But obviously after that, they would have been talked about relegation candidates and, and Hewton turned them around, mm. got them promoted comfortably as champions. Similar to Birmingham. Birmingham, when they went down, people were thinking, this club's in a mess. Yeah. They're, they're, they could kind of shoot through this league as well if mm. they're not careful, like teams in recent years have. But he's turned them around and they, they look really, really good now and, and full credit to him. Yeah, excellent stuff. There we have. Can you just uh, go through them again quickly, the matches? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, up here because this okay, I, I like Birmingham at 2.1 to beat Southampton at home. Uh, my my five star bet is Chesterfield three point nine away at Carlisle. I also like Brentford away at Preston at two point six five, and finally in League Two, I like Bristol Rovers two point eight away at Aldershot. So quite a few away teams there. Yeah, so hopefully uh, they'll do well on their travels. Excellent stuff. Great stuff, Dominic. Do you have some Premier League picks or is it? Uh, yeah, I was having a look at the Premier League. Um, obviously transfer deadline this week. So mm. I mean some of the clubs. That have, have have done well. I think the big winners. I think uh, we were chatting about this beforehand. Everton have done great business. They were mm. crying out for a striker. They've got Saha's wages off the books. They've freed up a bit of money. They've got Jelovic and Pinar and Gibson. Obviously, who got the winners. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. The other night, and and obviously Landon Donovan, who adds that little spark that they needed as well. Yeah. And then I think um, the other team that I quite like the look of. Uh, obviously, actually, QPR have done quite good business. They needed strikers. They've got a couple in. They also, I thought, Anua was a bargain at two and a half million. Absolutely. Um, and they've got Taylor and uh, Makeda in. So they, they were the, the relegation, the, the team that's threatened with relegation that's done the most. I mean, you do wonder. Bolton have done a bit, but you do wonder. Wolves and Blackburn, you really think they should have done a little bit more business than they did, mm. just to just to make you know try, try and give them some impetus coming into the yeah. the last part of the season. But the other team I really like is uh, is Swansea. Their business, um, McCracken on loan from Chelsea. He's a tidy little player. You know he'll fit in in with their system. And Sigurdsson, who I used to love watching at Reading, mm. he went to Hoffenheim for seven million, a lot of money. Didn't quite work out there, but he's back with Brendan Rodgers, who was his manager at Reading. He mm. scored twenty goals from midfield in that in, in the championship with them. So he's a great signing. Mm. However, <laughs> saying all that, looking at the odds, as much as I'd li- I'd like to. Like to back Swansea at 3.4 away at West Brom. It's just their away form. If if it was at home, Mm. I'm sure I'd be on Swansea almost any price against West Brom. But they're they're just such a peculiar team away from home. I find Mm. it's one of those things about football you just can't explain sometimes how a team can react so badly to foreign surroundings. Mm. But um, and uh, Everton, the other other team, Wigan are, are probably the poorest team in the Premier League. They, yeah. they, they so but it'll just be interesting to see if Everton can click. I mean, they still aren't prolific at scoring goals yet. So mm. uh, even though they're two point one away, I mean, you're getting better than even money. Mm. It's tempting, but I can't have them. But the team I really like this week is Newcastle at even money, two mm. times the money. They're home to Villa. They've got their strikers back. They've got Cissé, I imagine, might get a debut. He's back. And uh, Denver Bars, obviously, they're both back because of Senegal's mm. early exit. And Newcastle just fine. They're, really, they're going to be looking at Chelsea. I mean, they could be right on their tails if this weekend goes. So if, if yeah. Newcastle win and Man United win, then 
Chelsea will really be looking over their shoulders at Newcastle so that could be an interesting one mm-hmm. so Newcastle are my pick in the Premier League at even money excellent I have two picks in Premier League uh, I go for QPR at home to Wolves mm-hmm. at 2.00 even money there on QPR at home uh, against the struggling Wolves they had a tough schedule against the top sides recently so they might do better now but QPR with uh, CC in he scored against Villa directly I think they have what it takes and I think even money 2.00 is very good value there Saturday kickoff afternoon uh, I also uh, kind of like the odds on Bolton even if Bolton is not a favourite team on me to back uh, but I think Norwich might come into a period where they will struggle a bit now uh, losing to Sunderland even that's not uh, anything to be ashamed of Sunderland is third in the form table since Martin O'Neill took over but still uh, Bolton is quite a solid uh, tough side even if they're quite boring and I think 360 away at Norwich is quite tempting there also to beat Norwich uh, but now you have some English tips here great stuff Dominic and now Varun will take over the show because he's looked into the other top leagues in Europe what do you say Varun? Well we've got big games everywhere in mm-hmm. Europe and the biggest one of course uh, we discussed uh, Roma and Inter earlier in France we've got the big one Marseille versus Lyon and mm-hmm. uh, these teams are not fighting for the championship yet this season but given Marseille's current form you can't discount it mm-hmm. they won uh, 10 of their last 11 competitive games across all competitions mm-hmm. uh, but Lyon haven't done too badly themselves they won 9 out of the last 11 and this is the kind of game which is really hard to call. Mm-hmm. But what we're going to do here is because when you get a hard game, you always place a bet on the highest possible. Yeah. We're going to go with Leon. Uh, they've beaten them the last two times. The games were at Leon's home stadium. So it doesn't really matter when you come to this game because the game's being played in Marseille. But if you look at the overall record Leon have against Marseille, uh, they're better off when it comes to you know defending as well as they're currently just a point or two above them in the uh, in the league so i'm guessing at 4.0 that kind of price for a leon win is always something which you need to just place a punt on so Very in league handy. one this is on sunday evening marseille versus leon that is at i think uh, 2100 cet kickoff mm. so that's something to look out for huge game in france huge huge game and the next one we are actually going to germany uh, which is on saturday mm-hmm. and it's wolfsburg versus borussia mönchengladbach now the story of borussia mönchengladbach has been one which has been really interesting in germany uh, last year they were playing in the relegation playoffs right now after about 20 odd games they're one point away from top place. They've had a complete role reversal. The team has been in absolutely fantastic form. They started this year by beating Bayern Munich at home. Uh, 3-1 could have been worse. And they've got some incredibly talented young players. One you must have heard of probably by now is Marco Reus. He's signed for Borussia Dortmund. He will join them in the summer. A very, very young and exciting talent. And he's probably going to, you know, be right there competing and helping them compete till the very end. They've got other players as well as Igor de Camargo and Juan Carango. All of them really talented bunch there. So you can expect them to really give a run for Wolfsburg's money basically. And Wolfsburg on the other hand haven't enjoyed the best of seasons. They're in the lower half of the table. 19 games, 23 points. Uh, They've had just about two wins in the last five games. So you have to fancy Gladbach away at 2.4. Mm. Now, 
If you look at all the ones which we're going in away in Europe this week, which is Marseille, Lyon, away victory for Lyon, Wolfsburg, Gladbach, an away win for Gladbach, and Roma, Inter, mm. an away win for Inter, you may put a triplet on it, that's 4 into 2.4 into 2.9, that is about 27.84. When you get that kind of odds, just at least put the least amount of money you can and hope for the best. So those are my picks around Europe. And just coming back very quickly to England, if mm. we could. Uh, Stoke and Sunderland, they're not actually third in the table. They're top of the table since Martin O'Neill took over. Ah, okay. So uh, Sunderland at 3.4 away to Stoke are quite an intriguing bet, especially considering that Stoke's home form, well, it hasn't been that great this season. They've already lost thrice, and mm. they're yet to play any of the proper big teams apart from Spurs, well, who they were beat. But uh, they lost to West Brom two weeks ago um, mm. at the Britannia. So you have to fancy Sunderland 3.4. That could be a very good call. And as for the Liverpool and Tottenham game on Monday, uh, you can pretty much be sure there will be goals in this game. So go for four goals and over, which is I think at 2.8. And mm. uh, those are the picks for the Premier League. And that's me. Excellent. I would just throw in one, uh, I think, a uh, nice one, a smaller stake there, but it's in Spain. Uh, Sunday kickoff 6 p.m. CT Sevilla against Villarreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sevilla is um, struggling a bit. They have just taken two points from the last five games. Villarreal, as you know, have struggled a lot uh, this season, but they had a nil-nil against Barcelona, yeah. beat uh, Gijon 3-0 uh, at home in the last ga- two games. Now they play away, but... Uh, when you look at their waveform, it's not that uh, good. It's uh, zero wins, three draws, and seven losses in ten games. But they're six points after Sevilla, and I think here when you get four seventy-five, you have to, you just have to try it. Yeah, Four seventy-five on Villarreal to beat Sevilla. I think that's worth a uh, flutter there on Sunday evening. Liverpool Tottenham. Uh, just need to throw in. I think. Great value there, maybe in Tottenham also three around three ten, three twenty. Tottenham at three twenty. Yeah. Yeah. What do you I, say, Dominic? Is I, I agree with that. Then I think uh, Liverpool obviously they've done well at home this year against the bigger teams that they they've uh, avoided that uh, they beat Man United last week um, in the cup and uh, they drew with both Manchester t- teams at Anfield this season. But I think Tottenham's first eleven is arguably the best, most balanced team in the league I know uh, Lennon was out uh, out last night uh, or two nights ago against Wigan but uh, Redknapp thankfully kept Modric in the middle and put Cranshaw in so as long as you've got that, that kind of spine of the team I, I really like Tottenham I think they've got they've got great balance to them uh, and I can see them nicking, nicking all three points there so we're all going for away teams this week I think we're, we're, there's a lot of away teams yeah, so. You often um, find value there in the, you know, these matches, and uh, who knows? I'm, I'm actually a little bit worried that we could actually bankrupt the company if they all come in. If everyone follows this, <laughs> but, oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, we, we've actually been on quite a good streak, even with BetClick TV. Both the tips came in uh, last yeah. week, and uh, on the podcast, you guys must already know Dominic is uh, quite the right guesser as we can call yeah. and get some of them in as well <laughs> so yeah let's hope that actually all of you don't listen to our bets otherwise we'll be out of jobs here yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly QPR yeah. at home to Wolves that's my <laughs> bet of the weekend actually 2.00 then I like Bolton as you said uh, I think um, Dominic you will have some followers here on your picks in uh, League 1 and Championship it's, it's really interesting 
Uh, did you call Jeff Stelling there? You didn't go for going against Torquay? No, that was the one that was on <laughs> my short list that I left out. Um, but, Jeff but, Stelling, this guy, Torquay Saturday host, he's he, a massive he, Torquay fan. No, he's a Hartlepool. Hartlepool, yeah, who is Torquay then? That's not... Torquay's Helen Chamberlain, maybe? Oh, yeah, that's why. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, well, I was, <laughs> that was a big mix-up. They're, they're on a great run at the <laughs> moment, actually. And they're, they're another away team that you may want to have a look at. I think they're, they're flying, and Beckley have them at 2.65. It's basically the form team playing it against one of the poorest form teams. So if, if you follow the form book, Torquay at 2.65 away at Rotherham, who seem to be really struggling under, under Andy Scott at mm. the moment after a, a very bright start to the season. Mm. They could be another team worth looking at. Yeah. But otherwise, Birmingham, Chesterfield, Brentford and Bristol Rovers, that's the picks from... Uh, uh, that's right, yes. Yeah. They were the teams I liked. Excellent. And we're looking forward to a great weekend, a lot of good matches. I uh, hope you have uh, success with your bets. Uh, Varun, what are you looking forward to mostly this weekend then? In terms oh well, of uh, I'm looking forward to uh, not just the European games. Of course, you've got the big game between United and Chelsea, which could pretty much be you know a make or break of sorts for Andre Villas-Boas. So because mm. the team, well, in my opinion, hasn't really lived up to the expectations no. which it was supposed to. So you know it's going to be uh, both teams are going to go for the win because uh, United would look to you know capitalize mm. on City's slip up. So City and uh, well, you know, United with Chelsea—that's that's obviously the biggest one. Mm. And Inter Roma as well, as well as Marseille Lyon. So let's just hope for a good, entertaining uh, set of matches. Yeah, I hope for a nice double, Bolton and Villarreal <laughs> around 17 times the money. That will be a good payoff <laughs> start of February. Uh, Dominic. I think I'm looking forward to Monday night. I think Tottenham yeah. are the best footling team in the Premier League, yeah. and I think that'll be a really interesting match for them. I think that they're back in. I think they're still in the race, despite losing to Man City the other week mm. in unfortunate circumstance, you may say. Mm. I, I don't think Tottenham will let their heads drop too much. If they get a result here, they'll be right back in the mix. So I think that's a, that's a huge game on Monday night. There you have it. Enjoy the games. Good luck with your bets on Betlick and don't miss the live betting as well. Thanks, Varun. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Dominic. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Bye.